Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I reveal the power of your heart to create leadership impact and cultivate confidence for the life you want. I'm your host, Glyn Bailey, and as a corporate finance leader, executive coach, entrepreneur, and author, I know all too well the challenges that prevent female leaders from claiming their seat at the table. In this podcast, I talk all things to do with self-leadership, sharing stories, insights, and guidance on how to ultimately get out of your own way to live a life in alignment with who you are. When you begin to see the impact that you can have, no matter where you are starting on your journey, life becomes one huge adventure. I'm so excited that you are sharing your journey to Unstoppable with me. So let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to episode 19. We are in the last week of January and I can't quite believe where the month has gone. On Australia Day, I got my citizenship, so I am now officially an Aussie, which I'm very, very excited to be. I'm very grateful. It's been a humbling journey to get to this point. 17 years of having this aspiration to live and work in Australia when I first visited in 2003 has finally been realised. So I am very, very, very excited to celebrate that news this week. What I want to talk about in this episode is living with intention, which is the theme for this month, but in particular, how to become a time ninja. Now, we all have the same 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but how we all spend it is quite different. Some people have all of the time in the world, as it appears, and others would say, I never have enough time for myself or to do any of the things that I want for myself. Now, what we're going to do is just look at why that is and what we can do to help you get further clarity as to where your time is being spent and what you are doing with it as far as moving yourself towards the life that you want to be living or spending it without any consideration. And given this is a month of living with intention, this is one very, very key area that really you have to be intentional about in order to get the best value. Now, if we look at our week, we all have the same 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So we have 168 hours to play with each week. Of that, if I'm to be generous, assume you spend eight of those hours a night sleeping. So seven days a week, eight hours, you have 56 hours of that taken away sleeping. Then if I look at what is a typical working week, and I know this won't be true for all of you, but if we assume a typical working week is 40 hours a week, you then have a remaining 72 hours each week to play with. That's three whole days to do anything else that's not sleeping or working. Now, obviously, in that time, there's elements of eating, getting ready for work, potentially commuting, although that's a lot less than it used to be pre-COVID. And there's a whole bunch of other things that you'd want to spend. But even if you were to take out two hours, maximum three hours a day for those activities, there is still a hefty chunk of time left for you. And the question is, do you know where that is going? Is it going towards the life you want to live or are you spending it unconsciously? Which is easy for many of us to do. 
especially if you don't have a clear vision of the life you want to be living or where you want to be going. Now, this entire month I've talked to Living With Intention and in earlier episodes I have talked about the need to have an intention about what goals you're setting and how you want to be moving forward. But what I want to really highlight with this is if you're not aware of where your time is being spent, really putting energy behind the goals that you want becomes rather challenging. So one of the things that I learned when I left my corporate career was the power of seeing how structure in itself actually gives you more freedom. Now, for someone who loves variety, for someone who loves the opportunity for something new to happen each week and is excited and energized by different things, I learned actually having structure in place gave me more freedom to have playtime, to have time to do all the things that I enjoy doing, to spend time with friends and family, and to have the opportunity to really give myself some time to relax, recharge, and just be. And I think once you realize how structure and being aware of where your time is spent, it becomes incredibly valuable as a resource to re- to really accelerate your impact. So one of the things I would suggest in the first instance is you can't change where your time is being spent if you don't know where it currently is. And one of the things I've done twice probably over the last couple of um, well, I'll say a couple of years, I've done it twice in this last 12 months actually, is to do a time audit to really understand exactly where I'm spending my time. Now, it's a bit of a difficult exercise and you'll probably hate me by suggesting it, but it is also one of the most powerful things you can do. Take five days of your life, a typical working week where it's nothing out of the ordinary, but is representative of how your week would typically flow. And in those five days, I want you to consider how you spend your time. The easiest way to do that is to set an alarm for every half an hour and write down what you've done for the the preceding half an hour as you jot it down. And when you allow yourself to see how your life is made up over five days of half an hour increments and where it's going, you begin to really start to see where the pattern is, where how much of your time has been spent idly scrolling Instagram or other social media platforms or reading the news or where you've taken 45 minutes, an hour to to get ready because you couldn't decide what outfit suited the weather this, this, this day or this week. There are so many areas where our time is unconsciously and very easily spent. Now, I don't want to make any of that wrong, but what I want to do is highlight that when you're not aware of where your time is going, you end up being at the mercy of unconscious ways of operating rather than consciously choosing where you want to spend your time. And that's really my intention here is that when you live with intention, it's not that you make any of what you do wrong, but it's being able to see that's exactly what you're choosing for yourself. So when you say, I don't have enough time, I want to remove that from your vocabulary because you have enough time, you're just choosing it 
to be spent in the way you are, whether that's unconscious or conscious. But when you become conscious to it, you can say, I've chosen to spend my time here and therefore that's meant I haven't had time for these other things. It's all about you seeing that you are the master of your time, your destiny. And unless you start operating that way, you're always going to be victim to conditions outside of you rather than you driving your future. So if I look at a way to really start looking at where you can start to claw back some time that you want once you've done your audit once you can see exactly where you've lost time where you need to refocus your efforts and your energy and what you want to have time for you can start to then say okay what are my strategies to be able to get better with this time one of the ways is to delegate now the easiest way is to if you have an activity that can easily be done by someone else that's not as skilled it doesn't it's not exclusive to you i.e you're not the only person that can do this job and do it well delegate it because what you've got to start getting present to is where are you spending time doing the jobs only you can do really really only you can do because you want to be spending your time with the things that are vital for you creating the future you want rather than the things that i would describe as just functional so where you can delegate do that the other way is to eliminate so where are you spending your time that you actually don't need to so if you're spending 45 minutes a day scrolling social media is that absolutely necessary did you go on social media because there was a specific need or a search that you were making or were you just caught by the attention grabbing feed that was presented to you in which case you lost 45 minutes of your time that you're never going to get back so what can you eliminate to allow yourself to have that time back now there are various apps that you can do to lock yourself out of social media I think there's one called freedom that you can use which basically you can set a timer for and it will stop you from being distracted and focus is absolutely a premium these days we spend so much time allowing ourselves to be distracted they allow ourselves to actually focus we might get considerably more done than we think we can in in a 24-hour period the other way is to standardize now is there something that you're doing several times a month or a week that you're doing in lots of different ways is there a way that you can streamline and standardize what you're doing and how you're doing it and perhaps write a set of instructions a process that allows you to really go okay if I'm going to do this activity I'm going to do it this way if I standardize the way I do it then actually what it becomes easier to do in the future is to be able to outsource and delegate it whereas if I'm doing the same activity five different ways then it becomes that much more difficult to be able to share that with someone else and say hey here's how you get the outcome you want so standardizing is a really powerful way of doing things not to do things five different ways but to find one way that works incredibly well and then be able to move forward with that the other way to get your time back is to optimize it Now, one of the things I learned when I left my corporate career, and especially with being a solopreneur where I've got to do all of the things, whether it be finance, admin, sales, marketing, coaching, creating learning and development programs, doing all of the things associated with the business as well as home life, that I need to optimize my time and therefore choosing to do things in batches rather than 
periodically deciding every single day, oh, I need to do a social media post or I need to write a blog article or I need to write some course content. And instead of scattergunning that around and doing that on lots of different days and not having any structure around it, the way I can optimize that is by batching by putting into zones in each of my weeks, what am I going to do when? So recording my podcast in a batch so that I've got four episodes being recorded in the same time and I can do that all for the month ahead. Whether it's writing my blog to get half half a day aside to say, okay, let me get four articles written and I can get this done. Now, in corporate life, I don't think we leverage batching as much as we could. We often are at the mercy of other people's agendas, meetings that are put in our diaries. We have weekly, monthly structures, but we're not putting in the batching of work to say, actually, how much time am I going to spend looking strategically at the direction of where my team are going? Am I spending the time appropriately to move towards the big rock goals that I'm trying to achieve rather than the tactical day-to-day stuff that arises? So one way of optimizing your time in a corporate world is very much setting clear boundaries having perhaps two hours every morning where you only do the big rocks for your objectives the the big projects that are going to make the biggest difference and have a do not disturb policy for the first two hours of your day which then allows you to really get ahead of the game and then the rest of the day if it is taken over by firefighting or emergencies at least you've had two hours of your day where you felt that you've optimized it and over time you can start to get even better One other way is automation. Now with digital and technology and all of the good stuff that is happening with artificial intelligence, there is a lot we can do to automate what we do and to start leveraging our time more efficiently. So looking at what can be done or what's a repeatable task that you do that can actually be automated. Are there certain emails or reports that are created that actually could be automated and made much more swifter and more streamlined in the way that they are collated in terms of the data and and then issued out. So finding ways to automate also reduces a significant amount of time. And then the last one is to actually look at what you can re-engineer and it links to the sort of standardization and the optimization one but when you're looking at re-engineering what you're looking at is your entire process or a work week or your work month and looking at that and going actually in what way can I reconfigure this in what way can I re-engineer this so that it actually works for me and that might be re-engineering your time around your children's uh, school schedules or when they've got certain events and looking at how you're optimizing the way you work in order to be able to meet those commitments that are most important to you ultimately those commitments that you're going to measure the success of your life by rather than getting caught into the day-to-day grind of just doing and doing and doing more without questioning whether it's actually a valuable contribution or something that is just sucking time without any consideration. So as I wrap up this episode it's a real focus on getting conscious to where you're spending your time. Are you allowing other people to be ones that are in charge of your agenda, your time and your energy or are you actually going to take take charge and put yourself first? I could not iterate enough how 
important this is, even if you break it down to say, right, 24 hours, I've got eight hours of work, eight hours of sleep time, and then I've got eight hours a day to figure out what else I do. Get savvy about where you spend your time because if you don't, you'll always be giving it away at a significantly cheaper price than it's actually worth. So give yourself the opportunity to see see where you're spending your time. Live with intention. Have a great rest of the month. We're nearly at the end of it. We've got a few more days until the beginning of February. And next week, yes, the theme of the month for February is going to be self-love. So I'll be talking all things to do with self-love over the course of February. And I look forward to sharing the next episode with you then. Have a fabulous one. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Unstoppable Woman podcast. The path to the future you want leads from your heart. If you got value from this podcast, please leave a review and share it with another woman who you know would benefit from it too. We need more women claiming their seats at the table. Until next time, live your truth and be unstoppable.